All right. my socials. Welcome back to another uh, episode <laughs> of the SNVP podcast. Uh, <laughs> today we got some fun <laughs> topics here. Poncho took charge of this one, so it's going to be a very fun one. Very creative ideas today, and I'm I'm very excited for them. Honestly, I spent a lot of time preparing for the first first topic here. Maybe a bit too much time preparing, but I'm very excited for it. Uh, I just want to give a quick shout out to Hoodie Han for the follow. We greatly appreciate you following us here uh, on my channel, but also on the SNVP podcast channel in a way because we do stream it here so if you want to find our podcast you can find us on apple podcasts spotify and google podcasts under the snbp podcast or you can find us on youtube on some lazy guy 09 that's my channel as well as on twitch we're live every wednesday and sunday at 5 30 p.m eastern that was a much better intro honestly i think that was much faster than mm. usual we're starting to get it yeah we're starting to get it down pat yeah. Uh, so mm-hmm. just quickly, uh, I think Ponchi has some nice news to announce on his own channel. What do you, what do you got going on Ponchi? Yeah. So I hit affiliate status. Um, that's the big news. Aside from that though, uh, same old, same old. Go man. That's sick. All right, Berta, Berta, what do you got going very on? Very nice. Very nice. Um, I don't know. I'm drinking some jaw right now. We hit 1k on Twitch. So that was pretty cool. Let's go. I don't know if the last time or one not, chip but... challenge, baby. Yeah, one chip challenge. I don't even know if you know about that. You know about that? No, what is that? Oh yeah, it's like the most spicy chip in the world. Like if you watch any YouTube videos, it, you'll just see like how bad it is. It's really, really bad. And uh, back when I had like a hundred or something, like like maybe less than a hundred, I said if I hit one k, I will do this one chip challenge. And so I will have to do it on stream. I have the chip. My friend from the chat, MJ, he already got it for me. I have to go pick it up from him, but my friend Lovey's gonna come here and do it with me. Like he's like not doing it, but he's gonna sit here because I'm probably just, going to die. <laughs> and just in case, like you know, he can take care of the stream after. Just in case. Yeah, so fair enough. But right now he's sick, so we get away from him to be fine. How about yourself though? What's new with you? Uh, nothing too crazy. We uh, actually no, I guess we hit 200 followers, so that's kind of cool. We're up to 220 nice. now. We're aiming for uh 230. So. We'll see if that comes up in the coming days. But other than that, nothing uh, too crazy going on there. Uh, but I think let's move on to our first topic. Um, we did a MCU fantasy draft. So we drafted a an NHL team, or not a full NHL team, more like a starting roster, one sub, a coach, and a GM uh, using Marvel Cinematic Universe characters. So we did try our best to use MCU characters from the recent movies and not, you know, characters from long distant comic books so that everyone listening or watching on twitch or on youtube has a chance to understand who we're talking about so i will start us off because uh, that is the first photo that i have on Streamlabs ready to go so i'm going to block my beautiful face with my beautiful cover art here hopefully you guys can see that properly uh but as you can see i have formulated a, a pretty sick squad it's a little jam-packed there the image but i did my best I did my best with what I, the time I had. So uh, in Nets, I went with Spider-Man. Uh, it was not a question for me. I think he has the best reflexes in the Marvel Universe, other than maybe um, Daredevil. Uh, but I picked Spider-Man because he can see. So if the shot is silent, Daredevil's not saving it. So I went with uh, <laughs> I went with Spider-Man there in Nets. And then on defense, on the blue line, we got Vision and Thor. So Vision is like my puck-moving defenseman. Uh, it, that was my <laughs> thinking of it because he's smart yeah. and he's he's pretty quick. He can fly and he's pretty fast and he's very smart. He has the so, vision. Exactly. He has yeah. the vision. Yeah, yeah. Has so the vision. I went with Vision. 
Uh, and then Thor on his right side, because he's holding the hammer in his right hand, so I went with Thor, but specifically Thor from Infinity War on. So not the Thor with the long hair, I went Thor with the eye patch and the short hair, the cool Thor. So I went with that Thor, because uh, he's like the bruising defenseman, but he could also kind of move the puck around. So he's kind of like Romanov, that's how I'd picture him, but like more skilled than Romanov. So that's how I picture that on defense. Now in terms of offense, Left wing, or it doesn't matter which wing, left or right wing, I went with Deadpool. And on the other wing, I went with Valkyrie. Or Valkyrie. Valkyrie. So I went with Deadpool because he's like the Marshawn factor. I don't know if you guys agree with that, but he's going to kind of annoy the other team. And you're almost going to forget about the game. And you're going to be so focused on him that... So Lamborghini. Exactly. You won't even realize that we scored seven goals on you. So I went with Deadpool there. And you know what? Any Anything you throw at him, he's not going to die. So yeah, he's a good distraction and a last resort if I need him. Uh, Valkyrie, I went with her because she's really strong. She's the last of her kind, and she gets along with Thor. So that was an easy easy pick for me. And I also like her character. I find her kind of cool. Low-key an alcoholic, but that's okay. Uh, we don't discriminate for your for your uh, mental struggles, right? So then our captain and our center is Captain America. He's one of my favorite characters in the MCU. Unfort- I don't want to spoil too much if you haven't seen it by me. If you haven't seen it by now, then I don't know what you're doing. He went back in time, so he's no longer technically young, but I'm going with the younger Captain America. So he's my center. He's my leader. Uh, why he do Daredevil like that? I'm sorry. I had to. I had to. But I went with Captain America. Yes, he does look like Joe Biden in the new movie, but that's okay. Uh, so I went with Captain America because he's a good leader. And then coaching and GM, I'll make it quick. GM is uh, Professor Hulk because I think he's really smart, but he's also reminds me of Bergevin because he's got the big, the big arms. He's jacked, so... I went with Professor Hulk there, and uh, my coach is Nick Fury. He's just their director in the movie, so it makes sense to have him as the coach. And he's very serious, so Professor Hulk kind of offsets Nick Fury's uh, seriousness. So then uh, my sub is Shang-Chi. He's like a prospect to me. He's only had one movie. There's more to come from him. We'll see how he goes from here, and that's it. That's, that's That's Lazy's Legends for you. I think it's a pretty cool squad. You guys can't see me talking about them, but I'm pretty happy about it. Uh, let me know in the comments, in the chat, if, what you guys think of my team. And uh, guys, what do you think? It's a good um, squad. Do you want me to slander it? I can slander it. You can it. slander it. You can like it. Listen, whatever I, I, like, I like the mix, okay? I like the mix. Number one. But okay, listen, you got on paper, right? Lots of star power, right? Lots of star power. But... Hear me out, man. Captain America likes baseball. He doesn't even know what, what hockey is, okay? He, he went in under the ice. He came back, and there's this other sport. I don't even know. I don't think he ever watched hockey, okay? I don't think he did. So that's what I think. Deadpool's going to annoy the entire team, okay? He is going to just rile everybody up. No one's going to want to pass to Deadpool. No one, He's not going to pass to anybody. And, got a Vander uh, Kane situation right now. Oh, yeah, he can either go really well or just... And Valkyrie, that's a like... Prospect. Yeah, Valkyrie, she's uh, she's great, right? But she, uh, I don't know, man. I don't know if she can uh, stay off the booze during the games. I mean, that's not the best. I, it's, it's a fast-paced game nowadays. You can't be doing that. It's not the '70s anymore. So I don't I don't know how that's gonna work out. But, I mean, um... she got to the movies, but <laughs> I think she can handle <laughs> a hockey game. <laughs> <laughs> that's my thoughts on it. Other than that, oh, last thing. I'm sorry to say it, dude. Nick Fury. Everybody hated Nick Fury. Okay, okay, they didn't hate him, but. They were so sus on him. They didn't like his ideas. Iron Man was sus on him. And they're like, you know what? We're going to do our own thing. And they went and did their own thing. 
because they're like Nick Fury has his own agendas. Okay, so that's why I think he will not be mm-hmm. the best coach. And this is I I can go off and how my team's gonna be better, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, you know what? Good roster, good roster. Doesn't mean nitpicking, nitpicking, but yeah, good roster. Thank you, thank you for nitpicking. <laughs> <laughs> Ponchi, you have anything to add on uh, uh, to bring down my joy that I had in making that squad? I'll I'll pull the squad back up for those of you tuning in. Um, no, no, that's a great squad, and you went with your favorites, and that's that's totally fine. Thank you. Yeah, uh, that's that's nice. That made me feel better. Awesome. Uh, there you go. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> you're being called a dirty liar, Ponchi, but that's okay. We'll move on. Berta, we'll move on to your squad because that's the next one in order on my list for whatever right. reason. So let's go. Let's go to your squad. I get blocked again. It's fine. I can, I'll get over it. Oh, there we go. Berta's, bu- Berta's bruisers. Okay. So <laughs> where do I even start, man? Where do I even start? Okay. You guys ever seen the Sedins? The best brothers in the world, the best brothers ever play hockey in this lifetime. Well, Wanda and Quicksilver, Pietro, they are twins, okay? And they are going to have that connection like no one else is going to have, okay? Quicksilver and Black Panther, Black Panther on the wing, they can rush up and down the ice like nobody else. They are so fast. They can play off the rush. They can play down low any way you kind of want it. And no one's even going to touch Wanda because she's just so scary to look at. Uh, especially when she has her own, like, her scary look and all that. Okay. Our defense is going to kill it. Thor and Hulk. It doesn't even matter what version of Thor. It doesn't matter what version of Hulk. Just imagine this Ovechkin and Weber in their prime with the hardest mm-hmm. shot competition. You know, going over and over again to see who gets the hardest shot. That would be them. Okay. No one's going to get by them. They're literally going to look at them and just turn away. And... I was gonna think about Dev- I was gonna think about Spider-Man and Net, but listen, this is canon. I think everyone here has seen the new Spider-Man movie. Okay, there was a brick thrown out the window, or at the at them through a window, and both Spider-Man and Daredevil went to go catch the brick, but Daredevil caught the brick, and he was faster. And that is why my goaltender will be Daredevil. Okay, so that is uh, that was my reasoning behind that. Nothing's getting by him. His reflexes are so good. Even for a silent shot. He'll hear their heartbeat or something because he just does that and uh, somehow figure out the puck's going to be there. And uh, yeah, so that's why I picked Daredevil. My coach, I just thought of on the spot, will probably be uh, probably be Doctor Strange. You know why? Because he is going to be the new face of the MCU. He's going to show up in all these other movies like Tony Stark did. And he has, uh, he has the right mentality. Uh, he knows how to rally the troops, and um, he's uh, empathetic and and all that, and he's gonna do great. So, yeah, that's what I think. And uh, we don't even need a sub. I don't think we need a sub. I think this team is as good as it is. So that is my team. You guys are open to take part any way you want, but uh, yeah, I, I like it. Ponchi, do you want do you want to start us off, or do you want me to go for it? <laughs> I know I don't have too many objections. You've got. You've got one of the fastest characters um, in the MCU. Makes sense. You've got somebody um, that can move the puck around. You've got two big boys in, on your blue line. Um, your goaltending generally kind of sus. Like, in, in all fairness, it's would I trust a blind person in net? <laughs> Not <laughs> regularly, but... <laughs> You also like 
Jesus said, Quicksilver's good at blocking shots. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, like... He's not wrong. <laughs> yeah, punch anti-blind people confirm. Oh there you go. God, clip it, so clip it, ship it. Yeah. Clip it, yeah, clip that. <laughs> but, but, you know, just... No, that's a, that's a good squad. That's a good, yeah, thanks. You, All right. Yeah, actually, just, I, I, I need the <laughs> image in to cancel. be able to bash it, but I, I don't want to block myself. Bird, I'm blocking you now. I'm moving it over to you. Okay, okay. <laughs> Sorry, I need to be able to see it to bash it, but I also want people to see who's talking. It's because they're going to think it's a ghost. Uh, thank you, Papa. I appreciate you saying the stream's been awesome. We're happy you're having fun. I'm having a good time. I'm almost beat red laughing from Pachi's <laughs> comment. Uh, but I do have to agree. I don't think I can... <laughs> I don't think I could have yeah. a blind goaltender. Because let's oh say it's... Oh my god. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I, I love Daredevil. I'm literally watching the series right now with my parents. over. When we, whenever we have dinner, we watch it over over dinner and we watch the, mo uh, the show. It's so good. And I love Daredevil's character. But as a goal... I don't, I'd have him in a different position. But let's say it's a silent shot coming in there. Like a little... A little like silent shot coming in. He's got no idea where the puck is. Yes, he can't be screened. So that's a... That's a plus, but yo, uh, I have Daredevil, I have uh, Deadpool in my squad. He's whispering in his ear, distract him a little bit. He's not gonna hear that puck coming. Game over. <laughs> you're not gonna, get, you're not gonna have a single save from him. Zero save percentage. Negative a thousand save percentage over there. So that's why I wouldn't like him <laughs> oh my as my goalie. Uh, your defense is a little slow in my opinion. Although Thor can be quick at times. He's put on some weight in recent got, years though, so he's a little got bit slow. Yeah, yeah, it's, I guess that's fair. I guess I can't really bash that part. Listen, Hulk takes two steps, he's at the other side of the arena, okay? Mm. Like, it, it, he, there's no, it doesn't need to be mm, faster, yeah. though. Mm. I, I just think that the other team can take advantage of Hulk's lack of intelligence and just make him think that his own team is against him. And then, you know, I think I think you're kind of screwed there. So, those are my two. Yeah. And then also, Wanda, is she evil? Yay or nay? We don't know yet, so... Uh, you got some tension in your locker <laughs> There could be some tension. <laughs> Uh, so we'll okay, see. Mr. We'll see how your team goes. Over here. A little tension. <laughs> I, so th those are th Fine, those are my I will take those are my points. criticisms. And then with Doctor Strange, he can be kind of mysterious too. People, some people don't like him in the MCU. You know, they're unsure of him. He just kind of came out of nowhere. Thinks he's running the mm. show. No longer the Sorcerer Supreme. So there's a few things there. A little bit of a until, until a risky May. history there. So <laughs> anyway, that. <laughs> That's where I'd go with that. And now the last team to be looked at is Ponch's Paladin. So Ponch, take it. I sorry, I tried alliterations with every name. The uh, Lazy Legends. We had the what was it? The the Bird of Bruisers and the Ponch's Paladin. So Ponchy, take it away. Yeah. So you guys went Spider Man in goal. I I want to put him out on the wing. He's got the speed, and I want him attacking the puck. Yeah. Um. I, for my C, I got Captain America. He's my captain. Good, strong leader. And then on my right wing, Haw Hawkeye. He's a literal sniper. Let's. How did we get that twisted? Um. And on my D line, I've got Thor. Thor's a good pick in general. I was thinking Groot. But then I moved towards um, Gilgamesh because Gilgamesh will like, he's like your Zidane O'Chara. He's a good leader, cares for everybody on the team. And then if we need somebody to drop mitts, we can drop mitts. Um, Drax in net, 
Now, this might be a little controversial, but it's a because... Little. No, well... I'm just Drax... here. You go. Keep going, keep going. No, it's okay. So, uh, Drax, essentially, he's got reflexes so fast that nothing goes over his head. People forget that. So he's... He's like a Robin Leonard back there. Bro, every joke goes right over his head. What are you saying? <laughs> Dude, he is so yeah. dumb. Like, he's gonna, he he's gonna, he's gonna try and be like, you remember when he's like, oh, I'm moving so slow that it's the human eye can't even notice yeah. that I'm here. Do we want that he's gonna to try and do that in the game. He's gonna try and do that in the game. He's gonna but, be like, I wonder if no one can notice me. And then try and yeah, do that but, and not move. You don't have to be the smartest person to have great reflexes. I'm here, we're paying him for the reflexes here. We're not paying him because of his ACT scores. We're paying him to block pucks, and that's his job. <laughs> Damn. <That's... laughs> so you're saying he's a good goalie because he's- It's true, look at Bennington. <laughs> take a shot to the head. So he's, he's already brain dead, so well, you, can't, you don't have to worry about concussions. You can't tell. Well, he's got a helmet on. I'm I'm not throwing him without a helmet on. I don't think he needs one. Too reasonable point. here. <laughs> His brain's too far gone. <laughs> um, my subs, Yelena. She's got the speed. She's in there. Um, if I could see her playing D as a puck moving defense person, um, yeah, I think she's solid. Throw her on the wing. Throw her on the blue line. Uh, for my coach, I've got Professor Hulk. I think that's a no-brainer here. And then for my GM, I've got Iron Man. Because Iron Man, he's run a business. He knows what he's doing here. He can Does get he two sticks. I think so. Uh, how many times has this building been blown up? Yeah. <laughs> that's not like, fair, though. That's he's like, this is my address. You can come here. Do you really want your, your GM getting your, <laughs> your uh, arena attacked by terrorists every two seconds? I don't know. I don't know. He was told about Thanos, and he's like, "Let's go to Thanos instead of you know." And then, and then what happened? He Wait, addressed an issue here. He addressed an issue. And do you blame somebody? Do you blame a person because somebody shot missiles at them? No, they. Okay, I mean, he got. Made... Ultron though, he made Ultron. Ultron. That's a rough one, actually. Even GM. <laughs> just... GMs make <laughs> mistakes. <laughs> Doug Wilson signed Mark Edward Vlasic for 7 mil. GMs make mistakes. Will I forgive that? Yeah. But aside from that, though, like, let's come yeah. on here. He's uh, He invented time travel. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I, I guess. Well, what are you going to do? Time travel way out of the game and get scored on? Oh, time to go back in time. But actually, no, that doesn't even work. Time travel doesn't work like that way in the MCU. Doesn't so. change it. No, it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't. just have yeah. a new future now. And I think, future. personally, I think Yelena is not emotionally stable and ready to be on this team, okay? She's dealing with too much with, uh, with her sister being dead, yep. as we saw in the Hawkeye series. Which we also saw in the Hawkeye series, the Hawkeye is old, okay? He's an old man now. <laughs> yeah, All right, he's but old then man. you also have, like, Hawkeye to... They've got chemistry, though. They're not... They're not at... They like each other. We're not... There's no beef here. I don't know. Maybe one day uh, she wakes up. She's. I don't know. I, I don't know about that. I don't know about that, man. Yeah, I. I have to agree with that. I. I the, I'm. I'm not agreeing for that reason. I think their relationship is fine now, especially after the last Hawkeye episode. But I will say this: 
she's not even the best fighter in her family. Not oh, even the true. second yeah. best fighter in her family. The Red Guardian's above her. I know it's not her real dad, but... Yeah, but, I, but then, I, like, yeah. come on. She's not even the best fighter in her family. Not even second best. And you have her on your team above other I don't need fighters. her to fight. I need her to... Mm, mm -mm. I gotta to disagree with you on this one, man. I, I one, one hit from even friggin' Ant-Man and she's done for. So I... Ant-Man... No, no, no. no. Like, I, I'm sorry. She does. She does not contend. And then Hawkeye, he's washed. I'm sorry, he's washed. Hawkeye is. He's not getting washed. out. He's getting out beat by some oh, random yeah. girl from New York City. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, he's washed. Get him out of he's here. He's there to shoot no, one timers. No. We no, can do out. that. No, he's out of here, man. He's he's getting he's washed, man. He's getting beat by some random dude, girl from New York, man. Like, I'm listen, sorry, man. he's washed. And then uh, the guy from the Eternals, uh, I actually like that pick. I think he's cool, but I mean, he dies in the movie, so. Yeah. Well, is he? Uh, well, well, no spoilers. We oh, shouldn't. I'm sorry. That's it was a, not for a out the window. We've been talking about everything now. Okay? Yeah. It's, okay. it's been out for a while. Yeah. Like if it was, if it like, yeah. I I wouldn't spoil Spider-Man No Way Home because that that's been tough for people to watch. Like in in Quebec, mm -hmm. Spider, especially in Montreal, like Spider. Well, I guess all Quebec. Spider-Man No Way Home was out for like a week, and then everything got shut down, like, including theaters. I got yeah. in on the last day to see it. So I'm mm. so happy, but I for those who haven't seen it yet, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spoil it around, spoil it for you <laughs> yeah. guys. But yeah, anyway, yeah. that that's my criticism of the squad. I think uh, looking at the rest of your squad here, uh, it's pretty solid. I like Captain America and and Spider Man's chemistry. That's a pretty good pick. I mean, your goaltending is terrible. I think you're gonna have the worst goaltending in the league. Yeah, the lowest save percentage in the history got, of the league. But I mean, it is you what got it is. the uh, you got the Stuart Skinner in that. Oh, you got the, you got the Koskinen. Koskinen in it. Koskinen, yeah. <laughs> but shorter version of Koskinen, too. Yeah. Batista's decently tall. Who? David Batista. Like, Drax is oh, decently tall here. Mm. Yeah. yeah, he's like 6'2". So but they don't make him look that tall in the here. movies, though, I find. Like, he'd seem like he's like 5'11 to tall me is, in the movies. You know what I mean? How tall is David Batista? I, I don't know. I think he's probably 6'2". Probably. He's on the tallest side. And he can Batista bomb you? Oh my god. Yeah. Who's, your, okay, who's, who's really your favorite character, though? Like in the Fine? MCU. Uh, yeah. I would say right now, I really like Doctor Strange. I, I like him a lot. And I like, uh, I like Holland Spider-Man. I, yeah, I've loved Tom Holland Spider-Man. I'd say yeah. him. Oh, I even loved, uh, although it's, it's like an animated movie, I loved Miles Morales Spider-Man. That was so yeah, good. Was I've watched too. that movie like six times. I don't yeah. know why, but every time I watch it, I enjoy it, so... I I think that's my favorite. Spider Man's my favorite just in general because I liked Andrew Garfield. All oh, the directing was pretty bad. I liked yeah. Tobey Maguire. I know it's older and it's not as entertaining anymore, but it's still it's a classic. And then, at least for me as a child, at least for us, mm. it's a classic. And then, uh, Tom Holland's been really good too. He's like in between both of them. Like Andrew Garfield was cooler, but like he was like comic book accurate. Tobey Maguire mm. was just like a really good actor. And then Tom Holland's been a good mix, so I, I'm yeah. pretty happy with it. Batista six uh, four. Damn. Damn. We got a tall goaltender in there. You know what? You got a tall guy, but yo, his five holes wide he's, open, man. What can I say? Yeah, he's he's gonna yeah. He he's not the smartest end. He's not on the smart end there. Yeah. 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 Anyway, let's yeah, let, let's move <laughs> on to the next topic. I should always punch, you didn't say who your favorite superhero was. Who's your favorite superhero in the Marvel universe? Right now, I think it's it's Yelena. Yelena. Really? I think she's really got a bit of a crush. Yeah, I, I think I think it's not favorite superhero. It's more oh, like, he, he admitted. Really okay, he's got he's got a yeah. crush here. Yeah, yeah. But then, like, also, 
I saw that. I don't think there's any other. I don't think there's any other like characters that just like she's there Mm. for fun. Everybody's here to save the world. Yeah. Well, everybody's here for fun. Or sorry, Elaine is here for fun. Everybody else is here saving the world. But like, Elaine is just having a good time. Uh, I was saying Kate Bishop. I actually really like her character. I, uh, I thought I, well, I didn't know if I'd like her in the first episode, but then she grew on me after. I, I found she was like way too cocky from the very beginning. That was my only issue with her. I am like, like oh, she's very... also a Black Widow assassin here. No, but like she's like from the very beginning, she thought she was like the like mm-hmm. the best, you know. And like mm-hmm. I I get that. Like it's like mm-hmm. you can be. I I don't mind when they're confident, but like it was kind of like it's like a little arrogant. Like she's like acting like she's better than Hawkeye already. I'm like okay, like. We get it. Like you're the new, you're the night newcomer, and like you're next up. But like, yeah. let her let her earn it. Like let her have some humility, and then I could like her as a character. I, I like where she comes from. Like she has a good history. Mm. You know, her dad died. She saw Hawkeye during the attack, and then all that stuff. Like I really like her background, and especially her mom. Like how sad is that? And I really respect her decision <laughs> to send like to like to let her mom go to jail for what she did. I really respect that, and like that was a that what made me actually like her. But for the most of the series, I didn't like her at all because, like, she was just so overconfident for me. Anyway, that's that's just my. Hey man, opinion. I think she backed it up though. That's what I think. I, I she think she did back it up. All, all the talk. But she did back it up, but like it, it was like almost like too easy for her. You know, I don't know. That's just me. Did you see what a group said uh, about how Jeff Petrie's in the MCU? I saw did that comment. Yeah. Thing? Okay, there was a TikTok about it. So. Yeah. Uh, so this guy, apparently his whole thing is if, there, if there's ever a sporting event on in some kind of TV show or movie, he has like this thing where he has to go find exactly what game it is and like who's playing in it. So in season one of Daredevil, I, they were in the bar and there was a hockey game on in the background and he did all this digging and he showed the proof it was Jeff Petrie. Or like, I don't know if it was Jeff Petrie, Oilers but he Petrie was on the Canadians team. Petrie? Canadians Petrie. Let's go! That's yeah, the best version like, of Petrie. Yeah, he was like in the game. Yeah, so damn. So the Canadians are MCU canon. Technically, like a college team. Like yes. it was like it was like something like that. I don't know, but yeah, it was supposed um, to be a college team. It's actual <laughs> Canadians footage. <laughs> What's that? It was supposed to be the college team, but it's like it's actual Canadians. No, no, no. Footage. Like, it was like the, like the actual game was a college game that was on the TV in the in the Daredevil show. So he went back to go find what game it was and all that. And he found that, like, I I don't know. It was like, maybe it wasn't college. It was like something else. But like, before Petrie was in the NHL. So he oh. was on the team. Yeah. No. So he was on the team. Yeah. Like, like that was like oh on the playing on the TV. God. Yeah, yeah. It was an oh, NCAA okay. game. Okay. NCAA Jeff Petrie in, in the MCU. Let's go. <laughs> Jeff Petrie's low-key a superhero. We just don't know yet. That'd be sick. Maybe. Imagine they bring him in. That'd be so funny. Oh, dude. <laughs> yeah, because like, that's TikTok. <laughs> That'd be, that'd be such a deep cut. <laughs> Does that mean I could have had George St. Pierre on my hockey team? Oh, yeah. I didn't even think about that. You could have. Damn. That's kind of cool. I mean, he's in the MCU. He's, he's but in, he's, he's in, like... It's not as himself, though. Yeah, he's as, like, yeah, a French dude, right? Yeah, he's like... Oh, yeah, he was French in real life, but French. still. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, like, French. a different French guy. Yeah, you're right, you're right. A different, <laughs> a different French, French guy. Yeah. All right, let, let's move on now to... Uh, more like real hockey now <laughs> to chalice star lord <laughs> that was an interesting episode of uh what if but 
Anyway, a Star Lord that doesn't throw away the universe? Hell yeah. Damn, yeah, that's kind of cool, right? A Star Lord that, you know, doesn't punch Thanos when they're about to take off the gauntlet? It's pretty cool. All right. <laughs> God, man, I don't like Star Lord at all. But anyway, let's move on. Players that moved on too quickly from our NHL teams. So, uh,. Do you guys have anybody off the bat? Because I already have a bunch of people I can name off just off the top of my head. What did you say? I Sorry, I completely missed it. So players that moved on too quickly from our favorite NHL teams. So like for you, Vancouver, maybe Montreal. Ponchi, I can never remember. Is Calgary, Edmonton, or San Jose? Which one? It's San Jose, but I was born and lived in Calgary. So I, I follow a lot of Calgary. But your favorite team is San Jose. Okay, so you'll do San Jose then. Or you can do Calgary too if you want. It doesn't really matter. It's up to you. But um, all right, I guess I'll start us off quickly because I'm ready to go. Uh, okay, so for me, the Canadians, players that moved on too quickly, easy right off the bat. Uh, not not Phil. Well, I guess I could say Phil Dano, but I'm going to go with Jesperi Kokinyemi. Uh, so the reason mm-hmm. for that is he's what? He was 20 when they let him go or 21 when they let him go. Just turned 21. or The ripe age of 21, younger than me. They let him walk. For a one-year contract that they could have easily matched. And the Canadians have some of the worst center depth in the league this year. They had Suzuki, Jake Evans, and then Dvorak. Like, I mean, that's pretty bad. And you're telling me, like, Kokinami couldn't have had all this ice time that they've had this year with all the injuries? I mean, yeah, you can't really predict that. But, you know, you play maybe Suzuki on the wing or Dvorak on the wing or someone on the wing. And you could, yeah. And a signing bonus of twenty-seven dollars to boot is ridiculous. It was like twenty, but it was twenty dollars. Well, it was twenty because of Otto's. It was twenty because of Otto's yeah. jersey number. They were yeah, that yeah. petty about it, and the Canadians couldn't even match it, and they just became <laughs> a meme. Like, how do you not match that? And so for me, Kokinemi, because when Kokinemi became in the league, like I adopted him as like my next, my future favorite Habs player going forward. I loved his personality. He was always so happy. And we just ruined this kid, man. He was so happy to come play hockey. And year one, you could tell, smiling all the time. Year number two, he looked so sad all the time. I was like, yo, what the hell happened in the offseason? What did we do to this kid? And it's because we had coaches that didn't play him. They're like, okay, you're going to play third line minutes with uh, a different line every night. Different wingers every night. I'm not even joking. The most consistent winger he had was Lekkanen or Armia. I can't remember which. And it was 20 games in an 82-game season. 20. Mm. That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard for a young player to build chemistry with other people on the team. And you're like moving that around that much. He's never going to find his footing. And anyway, so that that was my opinion on that. So we kind of ruined that guy. So for me, Kokonami moving on too fast really, really hurts the heart. I loved him as a kid. Like I loved him coming into the team. And I think honestly, if they let him play one year in uh, SHL, like, like Pedersen did or in Liga, I think it was Liga. Yeah, it was SHL, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was SHL? Okay. If you let him play, anyway, let him play one year overseas, whichever league he wants, I think he would come back the, the year after a bit older and a bit more physically ready for the NHL and a bit more confident. But I think if they just let him play more ice time and just say, okay, you know what? We're a young team. We're building for the future. Third overall pick, let him make his mistakes. But they had a coach like Julien who was like, no, if you make a mistake, fourth line, scratched, you're out. And then the playoffs, game five against Tampa, we win in game four. Kokinami was a big part of that. Game five, they're like, okay, Kokinami, you're not playing. Yeah, that was such a stupid decision. And yeah, and, I, and, and in an every interview in uh, in his hometown, he said that was the last game I'm ever going to play in a Habs jersey. He said it in his hometown. He didn't want to come back. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we ruined him. I, I, I will stand by that. We ruined that kid. 
and he's already starting to flourish in Carolina. Yeah, his potential was clearly there. Like oh, it was. Oh yeah. yeah. And and he's starting to flourish in in Carolina. You're seeing it. He's starting to get more. He's having two goal games here and there, two point games, two goal games. And like this, yeah, he had a slow start to the season, but you're seeing it recently. I've been I've been tracking him. Two goal game the other night. He's starting to pick up the pace, man. I'm telling you, this kid's really mm. good. Mark my words, Carolina, you have a steal. Uh, next guy is Mikhail Sergachev, another kid who the Canadians <laughs> drafted the top ten, uh, top four defenseman, even top two pairing defenseman in terms of his potential. 19 years old, already showing that he can play top four minutes. They traded to Tampa Bay for Jonathan Drouin, and they threw in a second round pick to give to Tampa to get Drouin. Drouin is what a 50 point scorer now, and Sergachev eats up top four, top four minutes on a very good team. So <clears> that really, really hurts. How's it going, Possum Fluff? How's it going, Secret Shock? Welcome to the chat. We're happy to have you here. Spider-Man from Naruto as well and Cheese Whiz. Sorry to give you guys a shout out earlier and same with N1 Hawk. We're happy to have you. Feel free to interact with us as much as you want. Ask us any questions that you have. This is, I need to remind you, everyone listening, this is an interactive podcast. Everyone in the chat, ask your questions if you have any. We'll do our best to answer all of them. Uh, we might not be able to answer all of them on the podcast because, I mean, if you ask like 20 questions and maybe we might run out of time. But ask away if you're listening on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. Uh, ask away on the YouTube section. Or if you can, tune in live on Twitch when we do go live and ask your questions. Some lazy guys 9 on Twitch and YouTube. Ponchi, take it away. Which players left too soon from your team? This one's a hot take, but it, Danny Heedley All-Star. Um, he was not bad as a Shark. So he played 162 games, had 65 goals, 81 assists for 146 points. Like, not 15-07, but like, that's, that's really good. Um, after that, we, we had this funny point in history where we had one of the best goalie um, tandems or like best weirdest like goalie rotation so uh, at one point we had Evgeny Nabokov Vesla Toskala and then he got traded to Toronto and then we also had Mika Kiprasov so people don't remember Mika Kiprasov was a shark I forgot and that this involves your two favorite teams too it's kind of cool mm-hmm but yeah, in the like Mika Kiprasov wasn't anything special in San Jose. So he put up in four seasons about nine hundred with a two sixty like save percentage. And but granted though they had Toskala was playing alright and Evgeny Nabokov were, were playing really well. So that at that point it was uh they were just gonna ship him off. Um and then my last one is Timu Solani. Oh, so yeah. he, he played in San Jose? Mm-hmm. When? What? Um, when was I this? Was, I don't remember that. Man, I have no in idea. In between Winnipeg and the Ducks, he played for San Jose. And he played around two seasons. 64 goals, 67 Assists for 131 points in um, 176 games. So, like... That was near the end of his career, though, right? No, it was at the beginning. Because then he played in Colorado. So, Man, I you know, no it's a shame that we season. didn't... 
No, it's weird, huh? It's a shame that we didn't get to keep Timu, but I, I wasn't even old enough to enjoy it. Yeah. So I, I don't even know what a world... Like, living in a world with Timu Solani on your team is just... That would have been unreal. Right. Uh, he's a hell of a player, man. Or was, is. Uh, I'll say was, because he doesn't really play anymore, but mm. I, I had no idea he played in Colorado and San Jose. I always just associated him with the Ducks and the Jets in his rookie season. That's how I associated him, always. I never associated mm. him with the other two teams. So that's kind of cool. I learned, hey, you learn something new every day, and that's the fun part about being on a hockey podcast, right? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, mine's super easy. It's very recent. Can you guys guess it before I even say it? Mark Messier. No. Vancouver, leaving yep. too soon. Prospect, Jared McCann. You should know him. Jonah Not Jared McCann. Tyler DeFoley. Re- oh, yeah. let's yeah. go. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's a good player, man. I love oh, Tyler man. DeFoley. That was that was tough. We we traded away, which I don't I don't even know if this guy's gonna leave in Johnny. I was hyped for um. What even was his name? Tyler Madden. I was hyped for him. We traded him, and I think a second-round pick, or a conditional second-round pick, right? I don't know what it was, uh, for Tyler DeFoley. And uh, he fit with the team really nicely, but I think he played 17 games. And, like, he did great. Like, he did great in all those games and all that. Um, Part of the reason why I was a little okay with it is because even when we weren't playing with him, like, throughout the playoffs, we advanced without him. He only played in the Vegas series. And uh, we did get without him, but um, with him, we were just a, like just that much better. And then he left. He went to Montreal, and uh, he literally like was like the, one of the best scorers in the league. And like he just went off. Like he scored so many goals against Vancouver every time he played them, just to yeah. rub it in a little bit more. And it wasn't even just one game. It was like the first game he scored like three. I think he it scored was, a trick. It was the goals. first like four games against Vancouver. He was crazy. Yeah. Those were yeah. insane games. Oh man, that was fun. Yeah, like I mean. it was just ridiculous. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Yeah, for you, everyone else was losing their mind. But yeah, it was like <laughs> it was uh, it was not the best idea. Like I, I kind of I get why it happened. Okay, like I understand why it happened. Uh, yeah, this is this trade was made right before all the COVID stuff happened. Okay, mm-hmm. and like the cap was expected to go up, and Francesco Acquilini didn't give the money to technically sign. Technically sign, like he Benning had a plan to sign him, and also Tanev, and also Markstrom, and then it, they, he didn't get the okay, so we lost him for nothing. We traded away a prospect. I actually don't think this guy's gonna pan out, Tyler Madden, but we'll, we'll see. Uh, we just we just gave away nothing, and uh, he came back and bit us there so that was super tough it is recent but i can't think of anybody else really like a lot of a lot of players end up staying in vancouver for like a while like like too long like louis erickson too long beagle like too long <laughs> yeah. Like, like, yeah like like all these guys are just here for so long so mm-hmm. I, well it feels like yeah. tyler Myers has already been there for a while too you kind of forget. yeah he's been here he's for been... like three years but yeah. honestly, he's actually been really good this year like i heard, I heard like, he's, he's been really good, good. yeah How, okay i need to ask how's Eppin larson been for you guys at least recently. He's been, he's, he's been, like, our best defenseman. Like, he's been amazing, but, like, he's been the most solid defenseman. Like, honestly, like, uh, analytically, he's been good. Yeah. You know, it was actually a funny stat. Myers and Ekman Larson playing together, and uh, they were, like, top 10 pairings in, in the league. Like, like literally, like, just have, like, goals against or whatever. And uh, out of every... Elliot Freeman tweeted out as well. Out of all defensemen who played 400 minutes, which is a lot of minutes... Uh, he is Ekman Larson's the only one there with under ten goals against on like Eden Strank or something like that, 
which is crazy. He's been yeah. very good then. Yeah, he's been very, very good. Like yeah, he hasn't underrated. he hasn't been scoring. Like he hasn't been uh getting points. And I think like that's that's something Vancouver wants, right? Like he's still getting paid seven mil. Yeah, but you have, but, like, you have Quinn Hughes, right? Yeah, exactly. Like we have so much other offense that it's not like if, if we weren't getting offense from those other guys, it would be a bigger problem, I would say, or people would yeah. like, talk about it more. Other than that, he's been great. Yeah, and I think I think the biggest thing that, that hurts the most with the Toffoli one, especially, is he signed such a cheap contract with yeah, Montreal. It was, it was nothing. Like f- yeah, four years, four point two per or something for a guy who can put up thirty goals sometimes or twenty five. Mm. That's a steal of a contract. Yeah, and, right? and like we signed Pearson for like three point two million, mm-hmm. and like obviously the one million more, you would have had so much of a better player. Yeah, and like Toffoli's Pearson's, Pearson's even... fine, but like yeah. yeah. Like I'd rather Toffoli but, than Pearson. Yeah. Like Pe- yeah, uh, yeah. Toffoli's not even that bad defensively. He kills penalties for the Canadians and does it very well. So yeah, yeah I don't see why you wouldn't just get rid of Pearson and keep Toffoli because Pearson plays a good penalty killing role. But I think Toffoli can fit that role fine and has more of an offensive upside. So I, I mean, I remember when Pearson and Toffoli were the two rookies in in LA, and they're right? both super yeah. exciting. And Vancouver had both of them somehow. All they were somehow. missing was Jeff Carter, and they had that line that was insane that one year 70s line yeah yeah so anyway we'll move on spider-man from naruto brings up a very good point i want to make sure uh they feel acknowledged in the chat that uh chicago does give up on players and prospects way too soon and this is a result of them at the time being in a win now mode and they haven't really gotten out of that mentality yet they they will eventually once they run out of cupboards to give away in terms of prospects and picks but so this is a very good list of players here. So Henry Yokihari is not really a player I really think of as a grade A prospect anymore. I think he's like a decent defenseman. He's still solid. Yeah, yeah he's but, all right. Yeah, but the list gets much better. So you got Philip Dano, yeah. who I like as a center. He's an um, amazing second-line center, especially for the role he plays. But he can also play first-line center, and it won't be a detriment to your team. Uh, he, he ran one of the best lines. Well, theoretically tied for first or interchangeably in first place lines and for the canadians who never made the playoffs or rarely did under him because they had no depth but him gallagher and tatar had one of the best lines in hockey for several years in a row and i agree with me too that he should never have left montreal uh i agree with you on that one as well <clears throat> we have the cap space i don't know why we didn't just sign him and i mean who needed dvorak right i don't really like dvorak that much but anyway so Dano's is a very good center then there's the bread man panarin uh adam bokvist who's turning out to be really good robin leonard and now they're just waiting on, uh, Spider-Man says he's waiting on uh, Lucas Reichel to just have to pack his bags. Because, I mean, at the rate they're going, they're going to trade him too, right? They draft Bulkfist, let him play a year. He started to develop well. They're like, okay, we're going to trade you for Seth Jones who's like 29. So, I don't yeah, understand. Yeah, but it's Seth Jones. I, mean, I was going to say, um, so I, Panarin is such <laughs> a good name. Like, the, I, I, to this day, is that that is the most stupid thing. Like, that they let, let go of Panarin. Like, he... Yeah. That, that's like the probably the, like the dumbest move I, I can think of in and, most recent time yeah. until until mm-hmm. Eichel until Eichel like it was Panarin and then now you'll see this Eichel thing is gonna be even that yeah. much more yeah you know? like Buffalo just acquired like good they acquired solid like yeah they got solid players back but they're mm-hmm. no Eichel man like there's it's not mm-hmm. even not even a question mm-hmm. um so yeah we'll see how it turns out once Eichel's healthy but anyway I wanted to I feel finish... like oh go ahead I feel like um. This happens a lot, though. A lot, um, like these big names get traded for like these, like all right, like holes. Well, you can never, you can never make it back. Like you just, yeah. you just won't, right? Like well, the same right. thing happened with um, the Carlson trade. 
where people are like, oh, Carl, they got San Jose got Carlson for chips here. But then, like, you, we never know. So, mm-hmm. like, Vegas could get Eichel. He could play really good, maybe for half a year. Did they give up any? Surely they gave up picks for Eichel, right? Um, was there a so first involved? For you. Uh, uh, there has to be at least one first involved, right? Who, who was it they gave up? It was Tuck? Tuck. A so... Tuck Krebs. Peyton okay, Krabs, yeah, so... who's a first-round pick as well in his own right, mm-hmm. like a mid-first. So Peyton Krabs, Alex Tuck, a future first-round pick, a future second-round pick. Yeah, and Vegas so... will also get a thir- future third-round pick part of the deal. Why did they get a pick? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't, I don't know. But all I know is yeah. Tuck is theoretically worth a f- worth a first. Peyton Krabs was a first, so he's worth a first in a way if you think about it that way. And they got a first, so they essentially got three firsts. For Eichel. Yeah. So that's All about right. as good as you're going to do. It's like Kevin Adams did a perfectly fine job. There's no repairing that relationship. Honestly, like mm-hmm. Kevin Adams, I would have wished I could have just said Eichel get your surgery and just keep him, but it mm-hmm. is what it is. It's the scenario yeah. they're in. And honestly, they have, uh, who's that center that they have? Dylan Cousins. They have Dylan Cousins coming up. They have Cousins uh, and Middlesat. And Tage Thompson. So that's pretty good. One, two, three in the future at least in a year or two so mm. i'm not too worried for buffalo yeah. they have a good future ahead of them it sucks to lose eichel but i think it they had to end that era to be able to move on fully so mm-hmm. they're looking good in the future and i think it's time to uh move on to another topic here i think this is our last topic or one of our last topics today uh about how we first got into hockey so um uh Ponchi, i'll let you start us off uh how did you first get into hockey it was through the flames so i think like right after jerome got traded it like things were heating up in calgary so everybody was talking about oh we love jerome you know he did really well in the playoffs you know this kid's going to be something special and then oh four runs around um like comes around and then We've got the everybody's buzzing because the Flames are they're in the play or they're in the finals. And every if you ask any Calgarians, was the puck in the net? They're always going to say yes. Mm. That's that's a literal yeah. I, I don't know why that's a meme, but anytime you ask a Calgarian, was the puck in? Yes. Um, and then it kind of died out because the Flames weren't very good for a long while. And then when I got back into hockey the sharks were better than the flames just because they were the sharks so i started following them a little bit more and then oh four twenty fourteen runs around and we choked the lead we choked the lead to the kings i think it was 2012 2014 2013 and then was that the, was that the like, um reverse sweep it was. Yeah. <laughs> it was. So I, I've been there. Joe Thorne and Patrick Marlowe could Spence. never catch a break, man. I feel so... Oh, I know. I feel so bad for that. Yeah. Dude, two careers, man, that should have had a cup, at least one in their careers. Mm-hmm. Marlowe went chasing. And, and... Thornton tried, is trying to as well. Marlowe's not even signed, so... Anyway, keep going. Keep going. He's also, like, 42, so, like, yeah, fair I'd, I'd sign him, just have him on the bench. But yeah. cup. So, <laughs> moral support yeah <laughs> good locker room guy exactly i mean i'm sure tampa could find a place for him make him make him look better than he is somehow they always find a way yeah. to do that 
but yeah, so when I like after that, I got hooked because I was like, you know what, this this sucks, but we're we're on the up here. And then 2016 rolled in, and we were we weren't great at the beginning, but we just got momentum, and it just everything clicked. We're in the finals. Jonas Donskoy scores in overtime. Fantastic. And then, you know, for second round playoffs, the Vegas Vegas is like the Vegas Knights um Shark Series, that's like forever, like that's itched etched in my mind just because of them. Just because like Vegas was so hyped. We lost to them the year before. And then 3-1, Tomas Hurdle says we're a better team and we take it. And then yeah. they make it up to the conference finals. But yeah, no, it was I don't know. It was just because they were playing so well and I love the players on the on the Sharks. Yeah. You know? That's fair. And the Sharks have just been a solid team for a while. They've had they they're due for a, a rebuild, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, soon, so or they're kind of in the middle of one right now. I don't know. I don't think I don't think Myers gonna allow it, man. If he's gonna keep scoring five goals a game, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. Myers been yeah. very good recently. Yeah. Um, and Spider Man from Naruto makes a good point in chat, or at least for Spider Man from Naruto, uh, in chat, their memory, their reason they got into hockey, a big part of it was, uh, for them in Toronto is Matt Sundin as a Toronto Maple Leaf, as well as that unstoppable line, the Darcy Tucker. Jason Blake and Matt Sundin line. That was a that was a tough mm. one to play against, man. Darcy Tucker, I remember him in, in the Mon- against Montreal. There's always so many fights when he's involved. So yeah, that that's definitely a good way to get into hockey too. That's a fun it's fun hockey to watch with those guys on the ice. So I I don't blame you for that getting into hockey. I'm glad I'm glad you're you're in the hockey community because mm-hmm. now we get to talk and it's fun. So we're happy to have you. Uh, for me, getting into hockey, I couldn't. I can't really pinpoint an exact memory. So, all I know is when I was like, even I think I was like three or four, my dad would just take me out to the rink and I'd skate, and it was just hard to get me away. Like I just loved it so much. I'd do summer camps where I'd go to like practice skating, and like I was always so upset I couldn't use my hockey stick for the first while because they wanted to just work on skating. So anyway, I'm a like I'm a pretty good skater nowadays, so maybe it did benefit me. Like skating is my strongest part of me so at least my part of my game so for me uh i can't remember a specific memory it just from the day i stepped on the ice i've i fell in love with the game of hockey um i love playing hockey whenever i can i go out into the rink and i play uh it's just i love that game i lo- i mean i love the game of hockey it's so fun for me and then in terms of the canadians and why i'm into the into the nhl itself and why i'm into the league Honestly, a big part of it would have to be the Canadians, like the culture in Quebec and how much and in Montreal, how much we love the Canadians and how much it's embroidered, embroidered into our culture here. Uh, so that's a big part of it for me. Uh, I love the just going. It's like an event going to the game. I love that. I remember going to a Habs game when I was younger. I, I, I think I was like nine. I think I was nine when I went to a Habs game. And that really cemented it for me is when they played that Habs intro song and they had like a spectacle on the ice. I don't know what they did. It was like a light, a lighting uh, effect. I think it was like, a, they did like the fire one that night. I can't remember if it was that one or a different one. But anyway, the point is they played the uh, Fix You by Coldplay, but the part of it where it's like really like 
uh, and like upbeat, really upbeat but like really intense and like inspiring and uplifting. So um, mm-hmm. that's like their intro song. They still have it to this day. It gives me goosebumps every time I hear it. I love it. And I, I that's what gets me into hockey, man. Saku Koivu, Thomas Placanek, those Canadians and their <laughs> intro and just the moment I step on the ice, that's that's why I love hockey so much. I know that's a long yeah. rant to say almost nothing, but that's why I'm into <laughs> hockey. No, my mine's pretty similar, man. I, I just kind of just grew. My my dad always watched it, so I just I can't even pinpoint an exact memory, but I just always watched it with my dad. Um, I I think what really got me to know all the players' names and every team and all that was uh my first ever PlayStation game, or like my first PlayStation was PlayStation Two, right? Uh, that was my first console. Like I had Game Boys, whatever, but um my first console was a PS2, and so they got me uh NHL 2K5. So I had St. Louis on the on the cover, and it was an ESPN game, and uh, so that I just played the shit out of that. I played it so much, and uh, that's probably what got me into it the most, like just learning everybody's names and stuff, and who everyone is, and uh, that's when I paid a lot more attention. So around two thousand five, and uh, I, I yeah, just around there, and then like the next season, or it was like the season after we traded for Luongo. And uh, that was like the start of like that core they were building, or like like one of the end pieces, I guess. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, it was just around that time they were starting to build that team with the Sedins and Kessler and BX. They're all being drafted there, and uh, it just it just caught me then, and I just never yeah. stopped watching. Yeah, that's nice. So that was man. it for me. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's good. I like that. Yeah, honestly, the Canucks. I always I always liked the Canucks. Um, and Dad and I brings up a good point. Uh, asking he asked me but i'm gonna apply it to all of us uh have you ever experienced another team's arena so you can compare like their atmosphere and their vibe to your favorite team so for me i've never been to a game that's not been in montreal i should definitely mm. try to go out to an ottawa game because i li- it's like so close to montreal just like an hour and a half drive um but if i'm ever like traveling i do want to try to plan to incorporate a hockey game into that trip uh so that's something i definitely have on my bucket list at night i appreciate the question so I've never been able to compare it, but there is a reason Vancouver's been on my good side. I've always just had like a nice little liking for Vancouver is because my sister actually lived there at one point. So I visited, I visited the city of Vancouver when I was younger. I really liked the city. It, I'm not a fan of the weather, to be honest with you. Like, cause I went, and yeah. I, I went during March break. So it was like super like rainy and it was just all gross, but the city is beautiful, man. Like it's so cool. So many skyscrapers. Like, they're, I remember them being huge skyscrapers. I don't know why. I just remember them. I mean, giant sky. Oh, well, they're probably the same as any other city, but for some reason, younger Mike remembers it like that when I was in elementary school. But yeah, so I always had a soft spot for Vancouver just because of that trip and because my sister lived there. So I, I'd love if I ever get a chance to like plan a trip out like fully on like myself, like with like Liv or some of my friends. Uh, I would definitely want to go incorporate a hockey game into that. I don't know about you guys. I'll meet you there, been... man. I'll meet you. Yeah, man. let's do it. Have you guys ever been to a hockey game other than your favorite cool. teams? The first game I ever went to, uh, I don't even know if the chat knows, well, some of the chat knows it, but uh, I used to live in Toronto for like, 11 years. And uh, so my first ever game, I know exactly when it was because it was on my birthday. It was January 13th, 2007. And uh, it was Canucks versus Leafs. And uh, so that's the first Canucks game I went to. And the atmosphere was good in the start. But the Canucks won 6-1, so it went down. And everyone was booing, and I think Tosca was in net, or I think it was. And so every time uh, he would make, like, they were just so pissy and so mad. And we were the only Canucks fans there. 
and uh it was everyone was just like super mad and um mm-hmm. every time like Tosca made like a really like just like a routine save they would start cheering because they were just so mad so that that was yeah. my only other experience at like another rink yeah i f- i don't know i feel like boston would be such a fun arena go to go to and i heard from uh i remember listening to the s dpn podcast uh yeah podcast <clears throat> with like steve dangle adam wild and jesse blake i love their podcast and i remember that steve and adam i think it was steve and adam that went together to a boston game and they were saying that like they're wearing leafs jerseys and there's a leafs versus boston i think i don't know who won i think boston won that game i don't really remember but i remember them saying like boston fans were so friendly and so polite to them <clears> despite <throat> them being leafs fans and like big rivals they're so polite and and they said it was such a fun atmosphere to be in so I think Boston would definitely be on my bucket list. I also like the Bruins just because of the Habs rivalry. I find it so fun. Like yeah. I don't hate the Bruins. I love like I love the Bruins. I find it so fun. Like if the Habs are out, like I'll root for them a little bit sometimes if it's not a Canadian team they're up against. Like I, I love the Bruins just because we have such a good rivalry, like a mutual respect for each other as teams and as original six franchises. So for me, Boston would have to be on my bucket list. And I think uh Vegas. We'll see Vegas yeah. is a really good atmosphere. That's Vegas somewhere I want to yeah. go. Vegas, yeah. I think Chicago. Like, I think Chicago would be super fun too. Yeah. Uh, and um, some places that like where the fans really get into it, like like Nashville. I just remember I, we were watching the game last night. And I for- completely mm-hmm. forgot when they have their uh, power play. I don't know. I don't even know what the chant is to this day. For who? But they, for Nashville, like when there's like a oh, power play, I don't know what it crazy. what it is. It's it sounds like mm. I can't even make out the word what it is, but it just sounds sick. Like when the whole the whole arena is just in on it. Like it's just mm-hmm. any of those types of arenas that have those things are just it, it just looks so fun. Yeah, like Nashville, they have like a supposedly they have like a teleprompter. So like on their mm. on their big screen, mm-hmm. they they mm-hmm. Like say tell you what to say. So that's why their fans are in such unison is because they they yeah. come up with the chance themselves, and it's so good i love it's on time yeah i can't believe i didn't i didn't think of that yeah nashville definitely be on there too so nashville vegas and uh and boston for me would definitely be on my bucket list for sure ponchi what about you um so i've done games in calgary calgary is always fun um i had i have yet to do because i want to do a battle of alberta either up in edmonton or down in calgary i think it'd be fun either way or um, a Vegas Sharks game, preferably in San Jose. Yeah, but yeah, San Jose yeah, is cool. Yeah, any of the California teams seem like fun, honestly. Yeah, and then you—I don't know if you guys ever seen this, but San Jose has, um, or the fans have this tradition where before the anthems, um, they'll say. So if it's like Nashville visiting. San Jose, they'll go, hey, Nashville, you suck. Yeah. All in unison. And they, I love it. Oh, yeah. Then they also do the, I think Nashville also does like when they, uh, the goalie, I was like, oh, like, oh, you suck. It's all your fault. You know that <laughs> yeah, one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. Do that too. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, they're so good, man. I love their chance. I wish a lot of teams can incorporate that. And the Islanders, uh, the Islanders, I, I had a slur there. I was struggling. But the Islanders, I heard they're mm. a lot of fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Like, Islanders fans are, so rowdy but it's almost to the they point come on dude you didn't see their playoffs <laughs> they're crazy their fans i love it but supposedly if you're not an islanders fan it's really hard for you to go to the game because they all uh before the game like they do 
Like, they do this a lot in football too, where like they hang out before the game, like a rally almost. On a way tailgate. Tailgate. Thank you. Uh, they have like a tailgate before the game, so when you're <clears throat> another team's fan base coming in there, like, you're getting chirped and yelled at. It's like some people. Like I, didn't I don't even know mind. That. Yeah, I know. I don't mind being chirped, but like some, like you know, some fans might not like that. They just want to go enjoy a hockey game. So, uh, <laughs> supposedly, when they built their new Islanders Arena, in the rules hmm. and the agreement, they're saying, "Oh, no tailgating." It's not a lot of fans are upset because it's so into the culture mm. of the Islanders franchise. So we'll see if that stands or it doesn't. I I think honestly, every fan base should have their own personality, and I, I love the Islanders fan base. Honestly, they seem so fun, so uh, so into their team. So, no, not and now they're like, they're over Pajama Boy now, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're over Tavares. Like, who needs him anymore, right? They don't care about him anymore. Yeah. So he only just puts up points and goals. The amount of booze you know. that came out, like, that day, holy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, man. Hey, man so much hatred, out. like, yeah. Mm. Oh, they're fine without him, man. They honestly are fine yeah. without him. I think as soon as they lost Eberly, that their their scoring slowed down, but they're starting to adjust with Wallstrom. I think they're they're figuring yeah. out. They're up to five hundred. Hey, remember when I was predicting the Islanders? Just to give you an update. They have the oh, same yeah, amount of wins as regulation losses. Actually, no yeah. way. Yeah, check them out. Last That's I checked, I, it could have well, changed from last yeah. night. I didn't check the game from last night, but dude, remember they were mm-hmm. like eight and twelve or eight and thirteen? Yeah. Or what, thirteen and thirteen or something? They're still last. Okay, so what are they? Thirteen and thirteen. You're right. They are thirteen, thirteen, six. They, yeah. Exactly. Are, yeah. And how many games ahead yeah. do they have? How many games have they played? Uh, Thirty-two. And how many have most teams played? Thirty-eight, forty. So yeah. Hurricanes at first have done thirty-six. Rangers second, thirty-nine. Capitals forty. Penguins thirty-eight. So there's Blue about Jack a five-game difference, more or yeah, less. Let's five. say you win three of those games. That's that's a significant chunk. And they, if they can keep up the pace they've had recently. For the rest yeah. of the season, they're set. So, I like the Islanders' chances here. If if uh, if uh, Lamoureux can go out and acquire some sort of score, I think they'll be fine. Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm still not on the train. Like, it's just too much. Like, no, like I, I'm on the train, man. You got Chara. Four good players or four good teams, and then Metropolitan also has four teams that are like like seriously like. Because what they got? You got Rangers, Capitals, uh, Rangers, Capitals in the Hurricanes. Metro, Hurricanes, and who else? That's in the like, metros, that's uh, so. Yeah, so Penguins to Hurricanes oh, Penguins. within three yeah, points. Yeah, <laughs> they have fifty-one to fifty-four points. So that's yeah. like that's a ten-game jump, ten ten wins, like a more than ten wins actually. That they have to like they have to win ten and all of them have to lose about ten for for the Islanders to catch up to that. Yeah, that that's a tough pace to catch up to, but I think they yeah. can, I think they'll make a wild card. I I really do. Really? Yeah. But like I, I don't know, man. It's only, we're only a game thirty-two. They, they have to still catch the Bruins because, like, the Bruins have, a lot of games. The Bruins are in like the wild card. So mm-hmm. what it is is it's Bruins wild card, Penguins wild card. So Bruins have forty six points, Penguins have forty one. So they would have to catch the Bruins essentially because they are fourteen points back from the Bruins. So that's about seven wins. So if they can catch yeah. them, then it would. That, that's the team they would catch. I would see. Fair enough. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, see, that, that'd be a crazy. Honestly, if that happens, man, you're a genie. Like, you honestly, like, like gets you on no, the I, I called it. Everything. I called yeah, it eight so and long 12. Ago. Yeah, dude, yeah, I, yeah, I called it before yeah. they were 8 and 12. I was like yeah, talking yeah, about yeah. it. So it, was if, like, it was like, dude, dude, if ago, they yeah. make the playoffs, we have to do a clip of that or something. Like, like, we'll, yeah. like sketch it together. I don't know. Yeah. Do that, <laughs> but, uh, anyway, let's let's move on to our favorite slang and then we'll go over all the Twitch questions after. Does that make sense, guys? Yeah, that's good. <laughs> All right, so what is your favorite 
hockey slang. I don't really have a favorite. I, I don't know. Let yeah. me know. Do you guys have any I, favorite I, hockey slang? I, I like I, pylon just because of my group of friends. That's pylon. Like, the pylon That's story last time. Yeah, there's so like many duster. videos of us. Duster's, Duster's a good one yeah. too. I like Duster. I like pigeon. Pigeon? What's pigeon? Same thing. They'll call you like really. It's like yeah. um the one that Giroud called uh, Van Riemsdyk. Yeah. Dude, I, I don't know. Has really... nobody ever been called a pigeon before? No. Okay. I don't know if this is just an Alberta thing, but like, um, if sometimes my friends and I will like send pictures of pigeons and we'll be like, oh, glad to see you made it to wherever. Okay. Dad Nine, Dad Nine says, like, yeah, he yeah he's agreeing with you. I, I like Bender and I like ankle, like breaking someone's ankles. Like, I love that too. Like, oh, I broke your ankles. Yeah. Like, I love that too. I, I say that all the time. So that's that's a good one too. Mm-hmm. Or if you get walked, I, I guess getting walked is getting like walked another is one. Getting walked is a good one. Yeah. Like a clapper. Top cheddar. Oh, top cheddar. A clapper. I love top chedder. Clapper is a good one too. Okay. Uh, so red light ones. district. A red light district. No, what's that one? A goal. It's it's like um. Well, if you're getting if your goalie's getting lit up, he's in the red light district. Oh, okay. That's that's, that's a good one. That's a good one. I can see that. I can see he's distracted by something. I won't talk about what it is, but he's distracted by something. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Swiss like, cheese. Swiss cheese is really good. Swiss cheese is a good one too. I say a, a lot about goalies. Or can't save a beach ball. That's another one I hear a lot, or I say it a lot at least. So oh, there's some good ones in hockey. Uh, there's not mm. too much to cover on that topic, I guess. It's pretty straightforward. Uh, those are our favorite mm. ones. Uh, let's go over Twitch chat questions. I hope everyone's still here that asked their questions. Uh, so CheeseWiz did mention that uh, when we were talking about the chants, CheeseWiz brought up the fact that Winnipeg fans chanted she said no to Kane uh, <laughs> when Chicago was in town. So that's a pretty funny uh, chant that we were talking about before. And then in terms of questions, Spider-Man from Naruto asks, what's the most memorable NHL moment you have? And his, uh, or theirs was uh, when they watched Antoine Vermette's goal in 2015 in overtime. Yeah, I, 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 I think we answered this before. I, I think for me, it's probably the Burroughs goal in uh, Game 7 yeah. against Chicago. That was probably mine. Or, or probably Crosby's golden goal as well. That was, that was a really good one as well. Hmm. That's, that's fair. The golden goal is yeah. a pretty, pretty good one. Yeah. Um, I'll change mine. Um, I'll say Martin Jones is 52, um, ga- uh, game, the 52 save game where we're down 3-2 and Martin Jones just puts the team on his back, wins us the game, gets us to game seven. Like, absolutely, like, performance, great performance. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, favorite hockey memory for me? That's a tough question. There's been some good ones in the Habs history, at least in my lifetime. I kind of want to pick a recent one because uh, of that playoff. I'm going to have to just go with like the whole playoff experience of the uh, of the pandemic. That's probably one of my mm-hmm. favorite hockey memories. There's just a time when nothing else seemed to matter. It was just hockey. Oh, one of the play- Canadians playing next. And my buddies, my girlfriend and I, we'd get together, watch the games. Mm-hmm. Such a fun time. The Josh Anderson goal when Flurry turned it over 
and Josh oh, Anderson yeah. tied the game in the third period, like a minute left <laughs> or like a few minutes left because Flurry just gave him the puck. I was like, let's go. That was probably one of my favorite <laughs> hockey memories of all time because it's so funny and yeah. it, it allowed us to yeah. win the series. So I'm, or it helped us get towards winning the series because we won that game and it was a huge momentum changer. Oh, yeah. As soon as we won <laughs> that game, it was just, it was over for Vegas. So I'd mm-hmm. go with that one. That's a really good hockey memory for me. I love that. Uh, Liv saying I forced her to watch hockey games. I wouldn't go that far. And uh, Liv came in at the perfect time. Like, hey, as soon as I bring well, we, her up, we we believe you, Liv. It's okay. It's all right. <laughs> oh man, that that hurts. Thanks, Liv. <laughs> oh man. Um, but yeah. So that's probably my favorite hockey memory. Just the overall like pandemic playoff run because I was just remember it was all mm-hmm. about hockey. It was just a nice break from boring COVID, and it was it was nice. It was nice. And yeah. it gave us an excuse to all hang out together on weeknights and, and work nights uh, during the pandemic. So it was it was definitely worth it. Definitely worth it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. All right. I guess that's all the questions we have for today. So uh, just a quick reminder for those of you listening on any other – for those of you just listening, uh, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify under the SNBP Podcast. But if you want to find us on YouTube or Twitch to leave some comments or tune in live – uh, it's at some lazy guy zero nine. That's my channel. I just stream it from my platform. It's just easier that way. Uh, but it is the SNBB podcast. So if you want to tune in live, just go on my channel, give it a follow. Uh, Wednesdays and Sundays, five thirty PM Eastern time. YouTube goes up a day later, and all the other ones that go up as soon as they can. So uh, give us a like, hit that subscribe button, hit that follow button. It goes a long way. It goes much further than you think it does. And we greatly appreciate all the support so <laughs> far. Thank you everyone for stopping by today, and. Uh, one last congratulations to Ponchi on uh, reaching affiliates. A big, yeah, big step. Hey, thank you. Step. So uh, that's going to do it for the podcast. Thank you everyone for listening. For those of you on Twitch, stick around because we do have something fun after this. Uh, but for those of you listening, uh, after the fact, we thank you. We appreciate you. And we'll see you again soon. See you guys. See you.